0: This taking advantage of a little bit of time to uh, a little bit extra trying to breathe so baruch hashem able to put into a beautiful breakfast and uh, a nice halachic discussion all together and the uh, as we said the mashka was, is sponsored by mayor david staff uh today is his father's yard site so this is lily nishmas as well mashka in any case is lily nishmas brazil ben mechel Nishmas have an aliyah l'chaim baruch ato adoyinu ilahinu melecha ilam she'akol Brachs and everything else are for the for the of uh for the uh Agurasafin. What? Livelinish was what what's it what's it donated for? What? The schluss of uh, all all Kleisrol. All the Eden and Summerton and all of Klai Israel. Um so Diddinama Husa, it's appropriate this morning, I think, to go through the topic of the law of the land the law of the land. And the starting point for the law of the land, this concept, which is a halacha concept, is a Gemara. The Gemara in Baba Kama, gimel says, Dina de Shmuel, Dina de mm-hmm. Shmuel tells us, the law of the land is law. You have to abide by the law of the land. Question is, what are the parameters of that? What's the source for that? Where does this come from? Where does it say in the Torah, you have to listen to what the what the government says? The, the, you know, we already have plenty to listen to in Shulchan Aruch, Right? Tariq gives us plenty to listen to, plenty of halachas what is this concept of Dina Mahchusa? in addition to Shulchan Aruch, now we also have to listen to the United States Constitution, we have to listen to all the decisions that they make in the Knesset we have to listen to uh, you know, international law, where is this coming from? Dina Mahchusa, Dina no, 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 I'm saying I'm just saying alright, good so where, where is it coming from and what are the parameters? And like just throw out some questions. I mean, theoretically, if if the law of the land is law and it's, 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 it's binding in Halacha, so what about you know, all, all kinds of little things that we seem to break all the time? We drive down streets that, 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 that have signs that say speed limit 25. We drive down highways that say speed limit 55. We drive down streets that have signs that say one way only. No parking. I'll just leave my car here for a moment. I'll just I'll, you know, no 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 standing. No standing anytime. If it's two AM and I'm pulling up outside the Chasna hall, and my wife is waiting out there in, inside. No standing anytime. That that's the law of the land, no? That's municipal law. Twenty-five miles an hour, you know, with the speed limit, I believe, I was in Brooklyn last night. I was in Brooklyn, they have speed cameras there now. But the, 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 my GPS was telling me that all these, the, even the, like Coney Island Avenue, Ocean Parkway, it's 25 right. miles an hour. That's the speed limit. That's the speed limit. So the GPS is also, if you have the ways, tells you where the speed cameras are. But in between speed cameras. So 25, you're gonna go 25 miles an hour on Ocean Parkway. But Dina Malchus the sign says 25 miles an hour. 25 miles an hour So how far does this go? What are the limitations of Dina Malchus Adina? And someone actually asked me, He's not here this morning, as he's not not in the not in, not in town this morning. But he sent out a spoiler. I was going to send my own uh, make my own addition to that, but I, I held back. I refrained. To something that's very, you know, uh, uh, WhatsApp brings out impulsivity in all of us. I think you know. You see postings. Oh, I have something to say. But once you post it, you know, you can try to delete it. But sometimes you can't delete it anymore. I held myself back. My the, the, the impulsivity that WhatsApp brought out in me. But I saw there's there's a yid in the neighborhood. Who uh, asked me a Shiloh a couple weeks ago? He's on a, a road trip with his family to Georgia. He was driving up and down the coast, and they made their way to Georgia. I think part of the part of the Cheshin was that he told me that Georgia was the only state on the Atlantic seaboard that they haven't hit yet. A very, uh, you know, uh, uh, upstanding member of our community. And uh, his kids discovered his kids have this book, one of these, you know, facts books, a big book of United States facts, and they discovered that in the state of Georgia, there's a law on the books that it is illegal to eat fried chicken with a fork and knife. The law is you have to eat fried chicken with your hands. That's the law in Georgia, state law. Okay, it's on the books. So his kids were, 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 were excited to go to Georgia. Why? Because they were excited to go to Georgia and eat fried chicken with a fork and knife. They wanted to be outlaws. They wanted to go to Georgia and have the, an opportunity to break the law, state law in Georgia, and eat fried chicken with, with a fork and a knife. Imagine that the kids going out of their way to eat with a fork and a knife. Only something like this is going to pull that going to you know is going to be able to get kids to uh, actually eat with, 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 with uh, silverware. But anyway, they wanted to go to Georgia so they could break this law. So um, see, he asked me, Shiloh, are they allowed to do it? Are they, are they allowed to do it? He was familiar with this uh, learned person. Dina Machus are you allowed to go ahead? Are you allowed to go to Georgia when you're in Georgia? Are you allowed to eat? Uh, fried chicken with a fork and a knife. So shilo all the in that live there in Atlanta and Savannah that are uh, having fried chicken Friday night whenever they have their fried chicken, not eating with their hands. Are you allowed to do that. You're breaking state law. So these are all very relevant shilas that come up in the topic of the law of the land. And again, we have Shmuel telling us in Baba Kama, Dina de Machusa, Dina, the law of the land is law. So in order to answer these questions, we really have to take it from the top and ask ourselves, where is this coming from altogether? What's the source this, this, this strange halacha that in addition to Shulchan Aruch, in addition to Mishnabruh, you also have to listen to Uncle Sam. Where's that coming from? So the truth is, there are two different approaches in the Rishonim. And these two different approaches create two vastly different um, vastly different approaches in halacha. Um, there's, there's, there are Tremendous nafkaminas between the two different approaches that the Rishonim have, and uh, let's let's take it from there. That's that's the uh, starting point for uh, for the sugi over here. And let's see let's see what the uh, the re, how how, how uh, the earlier commentators how uh, they approach the topic of Dinah So the first stop is um, is the Rashbam. Rashbam and Baba Basra. The Rashbam and Baba Basra tells us the following. So the Gemara here in Baba Basra also quotes the statement. Didn't Shmuel say that the law of the land is law? Says the Rashbam, how did that happen? How did the law of the land become law? So says the Rashbam, any taxes, property tax, income tax, he's referring to two different types of taxes. Or practices laws um, that are that uh, are 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 um, decreed by the king. that that is normal for a king to uh, decree and to command in his in his in his kingdom. Dino is law, is full-fledged, fully abiding law. So the the, the Excuse me. The Rajbam mentioned three different, um, three different types of din al malchusa, and three different, uh, three different examples. He said misim are noynos imin property tax, income tax, and then he mentioned um, practice, practices, rules, laws, laws, even laws outside of taxes. So anything like that, which is a normal law that a king w- will want to sign into into effect. Is, is is law. You have to listen to it. Why? Says the Rashbam, by virtue of the fact that you live in someone else's land, that is implicit acceptance of his policies. In other words, what's the Rashbaam saying? If I live in someone's country, it's not my country, it's someone else's country, this country belongs to, um, is governed by, the government, the king, the leader, the president, the Congress, whoever is governed by, by virtue of my presence in someone else's country, that is halachic implied acceptance and his hischayvos. I obligate myself to keep all of those laws, so it's binding on me by me being present in someone else's country. I accept their laws. The ilkach didn't therefore, says the Ramchal, it's fully binding. Fully in effect, fully in force, and there's no way out of it. But ain't lamaksik b'mamen chaverah alpi chayk amelach good anog your mishum Gazal That's what the Rashbam brings it back to the Gemara. Therefore, if according to the law of the land, I have to pay a certain tax, I can't hang on to it. I'm 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 obligated to to remit that tax. So the Rashbam, the Rashbam is saying that the the source for dina de'machusa is 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 presence is, is, presence in someone else's country creates implied acceptance, and then, and, and, and I, so what What if, you know, we hear this Rajbam, so what if somebody gets up and he says, well, I don't accept all of your laws, I don't accept all of your policies. The Rajbam says it's an implied acceptance. The answer is, so here we, we, we uh, uh, invoke a well-known halachic principle, which is butlodite, since this is the standard mindset of a of, 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 uh, standard person, your, your average person is going to have that mindset, is going to have that implied acceptance that's that's, that's normal, that is um, the, uh, you know, 99% of people um, think this way, act this way, so that becomes everyone's halakhic uh, mindset, that that is something that creates um, uh, a, 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 a policy that's binding upon everyone, because we work with the standard, we work with the norm, and the norm creates the halachic policy for everyone. So since... <laughs> What? Who says that you? Chazal. No, the, the, the Rajabam doesn't say you have to. He says you will. You do. His far as is, if you're in someone else's country, the, you, you are presumably accepting upon yourself their policies because to do otherwise would be your, it means you're a pirate. You don't want to be a pirate. Not that you have to, but you do. This is what people do. We, we look at all of Klai Yisrael and we say there's an implied acceptance for every year that lives in any country. Um, he, is, he is accepting upon himself the policies of the country. Not they are binding on him, but he accepts them. Because to do otherwise, again, to do otherwise means you are a varmint. You're a varmint. You want to be a varmint? I don't want to be a varmint. To live in someone else's I come into your house. There's a sign on the fridge, the rules of the house. What are the rules of the, fr- the house? In the, in the Max house? Rules of the house. Lots of smiles, lots of happiness, and all these things that they have on people's fridges, right? So you come in, right? Only happiness in this house. You come in and you're really grumpy. In the up. it says on the fridge that in this house everyone's happy. So it's a chutzpah. I'm going to be in your house, I'm going to ignore your rules, right? It's a chutzpah. I'm going to be coming... It's, it's it's understood that if I come in, I'm coming in, al I'm coming in with, with the mindset that I'm going to accept all of your rules upon because to come in otherwise would make me into a into a machutzef, would make me into a varmint, would make me into a pirate. I'm not coming to your house to be a pirate. But well, then how could I even yeah, go and, and protest that for one the right then in that country? You can't, exactly. Because, you can't make a macho. Even if you get up and say, no, I'm a pirate. I'm actually a pirate. I'm, I'm a varmint. So that's when we say, butlodite. <laughs> I... That, that, that's not the normal way to act, it the normal way to think. On. So your DAS is about what everyone does. There's a collective DAS and Kleistel that when we're in someone else's country, we collectively accept the policies of that country upon us. What we apply, but Your DAS, it's irrelevant. Your DAS doesn't have any halakhic weight. No, not that my DAS, not what, for example, the United States. If I disagree with the policy of the United States, but I also have the legal right to protest. Great. that's, that's, part. that's part of Dina Marusa. Yeah, you don't have to be more more from than America itself, right? You will to do whatever America tells you to do. This within Dina Machusa, right? You don't have to say, well, it says 25 miles an hour. you know, I'm going to go 24, you know? No, you don't that. Go 20. Can you go 25 and a half? Because you're not at 26 yet. You know, my my daughter when she got her driver's license, the uh, the um, the tester told her the the examiner. What do they call that person? Tractor. You should always drive five miles under the speed limit. That's what the DMV holds. Pen you always drive five miles under. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, exactly. But uh, so that's that's a suggestion. That's not dina Mahusa. Dina Mahusa certainly is is working within the laws of that land. You don't have to be more machmer than that land itself. Anyway, so here we have the Rashbam. The Rashbam is telling us that the source for Dinan Mahusa is is um, is just in, implicit das implicit acceptance upon myself of the policies of the land because to do otherwise would make you into an outlaw, attack an outlaw, a pirate, and, 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 and the majority of society doesn't want to be pirates. And even if I get up and say, no, I am a pirate, you're, 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 uh, your mindset is irrelevant, doesn't have any halachic weight. Your mindset is is going to be determined by the collective das of Kla So it's clear from the Rashbam that it's a personal halacha. It's, it's binding on me. There's a ran in a dharm who gives a different approach to the yinam very different approach, and this creates actually certain differences in the halacha and how to apply the halachas the of machusa. When we see the Ran's approach versus the Rashbam's approach, says the Ran, what is the source for dina machusa? Where is it coming from? Why do I have to abide by the law of the land? Says the Rashbam, uh, the Ran, um, I'm living in someone else's land, it doesn't belong to me, it belongs to the government, it belongs to the king, it belongs to the, the, uh, the, the supreme leader, whoever belongs to over there. <speaking in Hebrew> the king, the leader, since it's his land, he can say, you know, um, it's my way or the highway. If you don't like my policies, take a hike. This is my land. He has the right to throw us out. He has the right to deport us. The king has the right to deport us. The government has the right to deport us. It's it's, it's not my land, it's their land. Ultimately, and if they want, they can kick me out. So says the Rahn, a fascinating idea. Since the Malchus has the right to kick me out, that means that I'm on someone else's land. If I'm on someone else's land, that's an indicator that it's not mine, it's theirs. If it's theirs, they have the right to set the policies. But it's not that I accepted their policies. It's that um, I am a guest, and as such they can throw me at whenever they want and and they have the right to to make a list of rules of the what's what's on this list of rules of take it or leave it if you don't like it take a hike these are our demands if you want to be present in our land it is under the following terms and conditions and if you're going to break these terms and conditions you have no right to be here so it would like it would be like you know we have a, a sign outside the shoal please come in with a head covering if someone comes in without a head covering he's actually uh, he's he's taught in halacha we view him as to a certain degree a, a thief he's, he's, he's breaking and entering he is a trespasser he's trespassing because this is private property we are allowed to have whatever policies we want like they have election day over here so they put a sign it happen in the past years people brought tray for food the guy ate trey so they bring tray for food to CBS they leave it behind um, missionaries leave behind literature here uh, it's exciting. Election Day here is very, very exciting. Um, so there's this, they put up a sign. They start putting up a sign outside on Election Day. No outside food is permitted. Uh, but it's, 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 it's open to the public. It's a, it's, it's a public uh, polling station, voting station. Yeah, but it's private property. Ultimately, there can be a, a sign outside. The, the CBS has the right to say, you can come vote in our shul, but it's private property. So, you know, um, um, if you want to be here, in a you know in a sanctioned way, you're not allowed to bring food in. If you bring the food in, you're violating our terms and conditions. You are a trespasser. You're not allowed to be here. You're not allowed to be here. How did that go? What? How did that go? How did that go? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I don't know. So check the cameras. But uh, theoretically, you could put up a sign that says you want to come into our, our voting stations, private property. Well, yeah. if you vote Republican, you're allowed to come in. Right? No one else is allowed to come in. Private property, let's see, see how that goes, right? Put up a sign like that next election day. Um, I was just saying that as an example, by the way. We are an apolitical institution over here. Apolitical means that we can't discuss on tape which party is the right party to vote on for. Tape. <laughs> that's, that's what apolitical means, yes. Um, okay, so, uh, so, so yes. Uh, it's a little bit off topic, but it's still very related. So, uh, so I, 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 made, I might hold off on the answer then, but let's hear the question. <laughs> Generally accepted that people will act, will do a certain, a certain thing, and then, like, then you get into the, the realm of like chil hashem and things like that. That's a whole other matter. Yeah. Like, for example, I was at a baseball game last night, a Phillies game. No, maybe let's hold off on this question. Cause I want to okay. stick first to developing right, this, and we'll have time at the, the end. Head, yeah, yeah, we'll have time at the end for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so this is the second approach to dina Mahuzo, Again, Rabbi Isai, is. Um, I'm a trespasser. He has the right to impose laws upon me. If I don't listen to his laws, since he has the right to throw me out, he has the right to tell me what to do. He can boss me around. But two vastly different approaches. One is that if I'm in someone else's... It starts off, it sounds similar in the beginning. They sound very similar in, in, in the first step. And the first step, again, is that I'm in someone else's country. But where do we go from that? Do we say, since I'm in someone else's country, therefore I accept upon myself their laws... Or do we say, since I'm in someone else's country, and they have the right to kick me out of their country, throw me out of their grand, they have the right therefore to set the terms and conditions within which I'm allowed to stay in their land, and if I don't meet those terms and conditions, I am a trespasser. So, is it trespassing, which is binding in terms of dina de'malchus, the Malchus, trespassing in someone else's land, not by their terms and conditions that exist within their land, or is it is it an acceptance? You're not allowed to be in someone else's land without listening to the laws of their, of, of, of their, their terms and conditions. no shoot, no shirt, no, no shoot, shirt, no shoes, no service. No one's allowed to come in without a head covering. So I can say, who comes in who doesn't come in? because this is mine. They said, this is my country. On a grander scale, I can say, you want to be living, I can kick you out of this land. Um, therefore, um, I have the right to tell you, the terms that you have to keep in order to stay in this land, and that's what creates the um his, his power to throw me out. His power to throw me out. Correct. That's right. It's that on a grander scale. Trespassing, exactly. He, you have the right to say how people come in, in, into your land, and if they come in not according to your rules, they are trespassing. So the, the melech has the right to do the same thing to his land. Because he can throw you out. You're by Is that what we're saying? Or not? saying. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> essentially. Essentially. Okay, so these are the two approaches. And there are immediately, you know, at least two or three differences in halacha between these approaches. Uh, one difference is, excuse me, one difference is, um, does Din al extend to halachas that are. That are that are not land-related, that are not property-related. Does Dinah Mahchusa uh, apply to everything or only, or, or only karka, uh, land-related halachas? And if you go with the Rashbam, clearly Dinah Mahchusa applies to all the halakhas. In the entire land, it applies to all halakhas everywhere because there's an applied acceptance when I'm living in someone else's country of all their laws. So it covers everything we saw in the Rashbam. All kinds of taxes, all kinds of laws, Everything that applies to everything. The Ran, being that he's working with the, the uh, logic of that he can throw me off of his land, so the way that plays itself out in halacha, so here's where we have to balance the trespassing idea against the, the, his rights, where his rights are coming from, the way that's understood in halacha is, since Dinah comes from the fact that I'm on someone else's land, and it's linked to the rights that he has to throw me off of his land, the, that limits the power of Dinah Malchusa. Dinah according to the Ran, Is ultimately only going to be in land-related halachas, but anything that doesn't doesn't have to do with actually actual presence on the land, commerce that's that's not that's not property-related, income tax that's not property-related, anything that's not property-related, according to the Ram, is not going to fall under the umbrella of Din Malchusa because nothing to do with him being able to throw me off of the land. Even though yes, there is room for an argument. Uh, of, well, if you're going to be on my land, here's a whole laundry list of things that you have to keep that are not related to land for you to be on my land. But if, if, when, when, when the Poiskim analyzes this ran, the conclusion that we come out with in the ran is that he's, the king's essentially saying, um, this is how I want you to behave on my land, with my land, and it's my land, so I can tell you what to do with my land, on my land. But anything that doesn't have to do with direct... Presence on the land, halachas, uh, uh, laws of the land that are not land related, according to the Quran, don't fall under the umbrella of the machusa. Whereas, according to the Rashbam, it applies to everything. That's one immediate, very, very significant difference in halacha. Um, another one is, uh, is a little bit of a delicate one. A delicate one, I'm going to speak this out before we say how we come out in halacha. Um, that is, there is a, a very interesting halacha that on a private level, um, I'm speaking out, again, everyone in their own lives has to know, you know, in monetary matters, we always want to be asking Shilohs, we always want to make sure we're doing the right thing. But there's a concept um, that comes from the same Gemara Baba Kham that discusses Dina Mahuso. The Gemara says, um, theft, you're not allowed to steal from a yid, you can't steal from a yid, everybody knows that. Can you steal from a guy? Let's say you can steal from a guy and get away, get away with it. You won't get caught. you allowed to steal from a guy. The Gemara says, no, you're not allowed to. Gezel Akum is awesome that we pass in the halacha. You're not allowed to steal from a guy. What if, though, let's change the case a little bit. I have money that belongs to a guy in my possession. It's not mine. I owe money to a guy. I owe it to a guy. Am I obligated to pay my debts to a guy? So here's where we get involved in chalashem. It's clear that if by failing to pay money that I owe to a guy will result in a chalashem, 100%, 1,000%, 1, 1,000,000%, 1, you have to pay your debts to a guy. If failure to pay will result in the Hashem. But what if I can fail to pay and, and, and get away with it? I, I won't pay him. And, and nobody will ever know. It's, it's in a computer somewhere. No one sees my name. And it's, it's, it's somehow, I, uh, whatever, whatever the scenario is going to be. What? <coughs> whatever the scenario will be. Money that's owed, that I have a way of not paying, and I can not pay it to a guy and get away with it. You have to to know who owns the credit card company, right? Um, But let's say, let's say I can fail to pay the guy and not pay him in such a way that it doesn't make a chil Hashem. So, there is a halacha. We call that hafkos, choy Failing to pay off a loan. If a person is 100% convinced, it's not going to result in chil Hashem. That is not something which is forbidden in halacha. Now, again, you can't steal from a guy. You can't take something from a guy with the, the, the intention to not repay it. You can't create a, a, a debt with the intention to not pay it back. But if a person finds himself in a position that he owes money to a guy, and, mm-hmm. and um, he can default, not pay it off, not, not default legally, but fail to pay it in such a way that it won't result in the Hashem, halachically, that's not forbidden. How does that work with Dina Nebuchadnezzar? What about when you owe money to the government? So there's a tremendous controversy over here. When I owe money to the government, not, a, not, not to like a private private uh, enterprise, not to a credit card company, not to Amazon, not to whomever it may be, not to the store. You know, th- th- where, where does this come up? This comes up, and by the way, by the way, you know, again, if it will result in the failure to pay, you are 100% obligated to pay. And even if you can get away with not paying, if you do pay, that's called the Kiddush Hashem. It's also something you know, that, that one has to bear in mind. But where is this relevant? Let's say let's say um, you come on from the store and you realize that you, know, you did the self the scan the self, uh, self-checkout, and you, you came up with an extra chocolate bar that you forgot to scan. So now you have in your possession a chocolate bar that you didn't pay for. Do I have to go back and return it or pay for it? So this is exactly this case. I didn't steal it because it came home accidentally. I really didn't do it on purpose. Do I have to go now pay for that extra chocolate bar? So, if they're never going to find out that, you know, Yankel walked off with an extra chocolate bar accidentally, they're never going to find that, they're not going to check the cameras for that chocolate bar. You know, they have better things to do with their time. It's not worth the 79 cents. So, technically speaking, you don't have to go back to the store and return it if they're they're never going to trace it back to you. But if you do, you just made a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And certainly we would encourage that. That's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Yes? Where do you buy chocolate bar? What? excellent question okay so we'll have time for questions at the end we'll have time for questions we'll have time for them when it's on sale on a spot yeah what if you're able to return it like you you're able to like put something into a machine and there is no Kedush Hashem is this still a good thing should I do a good thing by doing it or is there no Kedush Hashem is that is that you want to know what's the right thing to do even if it, no Kedush Hashem no Kedush well, we'll talk about that we'll, then. Let, let's wait for the end for that. Let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hold off on that. Okay, anyway, so, so, so the question like this On a private level, there's a concept called hafkaz halva osoy, failing to pay off debts, which, if there's no chil Hashem, then it's not forbidden halachically. If there's possibly there will be a chil Hashem. it's forbidden halachically. What about the government? Does this apply to the government? Can, if I owe money to the government and I can get away with not paying it, without making a chil Hashem, without making a khilashem, remember there's always the caveat. If it's gonna make a khilashem, if you're gonna end up in the headlines, then it's you, you definitely you're not allowed to do it. But if it's not gonna make a khalashem and I owe money to the government, I can get away with with, with not paying it in a way that won't be khilashem, am I allowed to not pay money that I owe the government? When we take this 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 concept of Hafkaz halva how does it work vis-a-vis Dina makhusah which one wins? Does Zinam HaChusa override Havkos HaVosah? Do we say that government's an exception to this and even a, a, a Gaisha government, you do have to pay off your loans even if they'll never catch you, even if it won't make chalashem? because Zina HaChusa Or do we say, no, this idea of not having to pay off loans if it's not going to make a chalashem that overrides Zinam So again, the place come split on the matter and it comes back to this round and this Raj If you say, because again, taking a step back, the round of the Raj are coming from two different points in lumdus, as we would say. According to the Rashbam, Din is binding on me. I'm obligated to keep all the halachas. I accept upon myself that that I'm going to obligate myself in all of the halachas that are in this land. I'm accepting that upon myself. It's a din in me, we would say. According to the Ran, it's a din in the Melch. He has the power to throw me out. He has the power to make laws. But it's coming from outside of me, not from within, but from without. Meme law, they say like this if you go with the Ran, that Dinamachusa is coming from the king. So the king has the right to tell me that I have to pay off, I have to pay this, that, and the other. But if I can get away with not paying it, and it's not going to make a khilasham, so th- that will override Dinamachusa. All he has the right to do is tell me what I have to pay. But if I can get away with not paying it, we would still go with that clause. Whereas, according to Rashbam, no. Dinamachusa overrides Havkos Hava also, Because I accepted upon myself that I'm going to pay everything the king tells me to pay. So that means. That my I'm accepting that even when I owe money, even if I can get away with paying it, nevertheless I say I will gladly pay because I'm keeping your laws, being that I'm a guest in your land. Tinamahusu would override half cause Hava asai. Are we saying that Dinah is a Dorayin or their That's all said. Very interesting question. the subject that also makes it. Yeah, yeah. We we basically we assume that it has the level of a Doraisa, but there's a discussion over there. Very good question. Yeah. Okay, but so that's the second Afkamina. Again, everybody here, what, what, what wins when there's a conflict between the law of the land and failing to pay off debts? Do we say the law of the land overrides that and instead, here, I do have to pay off my debts, the government's an exception? Or do we say that I don't have to pay off my debts even to the government that will be dependent on the machlekes around the Rashbam? The third major nafkamina, and this one the Ran himself mentions, is Does apply in Eretz You have to listen to the Do You have to listen to them. You have to listen to them, right? Or can you say, oh, they're, they're these guys, I don't have to listen to them. This is a tsiayim. I have to listen to their laws. It's dependent on the machalikas around the Rajbam. It's dependent on the machalikas around the Rajbam. And the Ran himself speaks as out. In other words, let, 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 let's, 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 let's play it through. According to the Rajbam, of course you have to listen to the tsiayim. There's no shy law. Listen, whether you like it or not, they set up a Medina in 1948. There's a lot of laws, a lot of rules, a lot of chaos. Big Balagan, it's a big Balagan, right? Going to elections for the, the what, the fifth time in four years? We're number one. There's a lot of politics, correct, yes, Shimon's correct, a lot of politics. We're number one. We're number, what? one, this is number one country in the world to have elections in the last five years. Yeah, that's right, we're winning, we're winning. winning. Yeah. At the same time, whether you like it or not, there's a country. Whether you like it or not, even if it's it's a a very... you Know, exciting country, it's a labor country, but there's laws, there's laws, there's laws. They have a constitution, they have a Knesset, there's laws. They will they sort of have a Knesset, right? They're trying to have a Knesset, but they have laws. So, if by living in someone else's country I accept their policies, so you accepted the policy that's the item, there's nothing to talk about. You have, you have to abide by the law of the land, you go with the Rashbam, there's nothing to talk about. So that's that's the machlokes between the Stipler and and Reb famously held that they had no right to set it up, and since they had no right to set it up, it doesn't have the status of a country. Adi Yomazet. In other words, he looks at it as a bunch of pirates. There's, there's pirates that 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 uh, that took over a country, and they're still there, you know, with with the pirate swords there. That's how Reb looks at it, and Adi Satman, Satmar, Tzurikarta. That's how they look at it in halacha. The writes. The Stipler writes. Look whether or not they were supposed to do it, not supposed to do it was, Osir, was it was it was did they, they break the shoes and the Gmarin Once they did they did it. Once it's there, it's there, it's, a, it's a too bad. Once they set it up, they set it up. The Stipler disagrees with this. The Stipler, he writes in the Mikhtav, that once they set up the Medina, it, it's, it's a country, even if they shouldn't have done it, okay, they didn't ask us, but once they set it up, they set it up. So according to the Stipler, yes, it has, you know, more or less, the, you know, the, everyone who's not... Uh, not not everyone, but uh, certainly those who follow Rabbi they go with Rabbi who says it, it's, it's, it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a uh, yeah yeah it's a um, illegitimate illegitimate country not doesn't have any legitimacy. Uh, the disciple says no. Once it's there, it's it's a legitimate country. Too bad. What? Legitimate correct. 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 Stipler says whether or not they should have done it has no, no bearing on, on the fact that now it's a it's, Once it's a rant, it's a um, Yeah, so... Um, oh, so according to the Rajbam, they have every right to make laws. They're, a coin, the, the stipler, when we put the stipler together with the Rajbam, so you have to listen to the laws of Eretz Yisrael, Medina Yisrael. According to the Ran, the whole concept of Dinimah Husa is predicated on the fact that it's his land and he can throw me out, says the Ran. Siyondim, can't you throw you out of Eretz roll? If, if they try, that's when that's when they're actually doing something they're not allowed to do. Every year, I have a hail in Eretz roll. Eretz roll belongs to us. It's Eretz Avi It's the nachla of the Bnei Avram, Mitzraim, and Yaakov. They can't throw me out. They can't throw me out. So since the whole din machusa is based on the fact that he can kick me out, he can deport me. It doesn't apply in Eretz roll. Fascinating idea, but the rant says this explicitly. And not only that. They want to say the question is: Is only when when Yidden are running the country that I can get up and say this that you can't throw me out? Or even if the Turks are running the country, the British are running the country, is it anyone? So they want to say that even if Ga'im are running the country, they, they they really don't have a right to kick me out because this is the, the Torah establishes it, it makes an exception. This land is just locked in halachically as Jewish land, even though other countries you know can change possession based on wars, based on uh, uh, you know um, politics and, 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 and uh, treaties and things like that, Eretz Yisrael halakhically is locked into Jewish ownership, and this idea of him throwing me out is just him strong-arming me and bullying me, but he can't really halakhically throw me out, therefore he has no right to set policies in Eretz So According to the Ran, there's no din machus in Eretz Yisrael. According to the hashbam, It does apply. In other words, even if, whether not, it has nothing to do with Stipler or B'yaylish anymore, according to the Ran, there's no din machus in Eretz Yisrael, because no one can throw you out of Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, right, All they're true. doing is bullying me. When they deport you, they're just being bullies. But they have no right to do that. They're just stronger than you. As if they ask you, like Turks or whoever, whoever ruled the land before, did they ever bother to ask? Oh, sorry, we didn't. No, the right they, deport had, deport they did never bothered to ask. So. Again, the way we What's view the them, practical? the way we view, the practically speaking, I'm not doing anything wrong when I ignore them. I'm not hive to listen to Turkish law. Good luck. I'm just. You asked a question. I'm answering the question. We're not saying. How strategic it is, but the answer to your question is: if they don't catch me, I'm not chayv to listen to them. Any other country in Turkey, I'm chayv to listen to the Turks. In all I'm not chayv to listen to the Turks. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is the two approaches: dina Mahusa dina, with three with 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 the uh, three nafkaminas. Again, is dina Mahusa I accept all the laws upon myself. It's it's within, or is it the king <clears throat> has the right to impose his laws on me because I'm listen, I'm living on someone else's uh, turf. And the nafkmi Are is it property related? Is it monetary related? Is it, um, can, it, it does it override not having to pay off loans? Does it not paying off loans override that? And will it be binding in Eretz Yisrael? In halacha, in halacha, we more or less go with the Rashbam. That's the, the the more stringent of the two. So in halacha, you know, again, I'm I'm avoiding the whole Eretz Yisrael discussion. That's that's uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. M- We've around that for the time being. But let's say, outside of Eretz Yisrael, we do more or less go with the opinion of the Rajvam, which means it's, it's from within. It means I accept upon myself the policies of the country that I'm in. That means it applies to things that are not just property-related. applies to all laws in that country. I accept upon myself all their laws. And that would mean that if I owe money, I do have to pay off the money, even if I'm never going to get caught. Even if it's not going to make a chalashem, if I owe money to the government, I do have to pay. Din will override... Um, um, and uh, theoretically it should apply also in Eretz Yisrael it should apply in Eretz Yisrael based on going with the Rajban so the question is now that everything is said and done so we have to come back now to America now that we in hal- if in the halacha we go with the Rajban that it has to do with me I accept upon myself all the laws of the land so what about going one mile over the speed limit what about eating fried chicken with a fork and knife in the state of Georgia and what about all the other laws that are uh, they're in the federal constitution that are there in the state laws. What do we do with dina Mahusa? How on earth are we allowed to drive anymore? You know, uh, 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 how, how, can, how can anyone drive? How can anyone drive? Try driving down any street at the speed limit, you know? Not going to be Mr. Popular. Any street that you're driving the speed limit, right? Well, it's very annoying when someone in front of you has the chutzpah to drive the speed limit, right? So, but but dina Mahusa dina. So a number of things to... to, uh, to um, to, to work with over here when it comes to this playing itself out practically. So first of all, it's like this. First of all. Um, well, let's throw something else in. Dina Machus dina, I accept upon myself the laws of the land, and the, the government has the right to make laws, and um, the king has the right to make laws, and whatever laws the king of the government d- decree are are binding. <clears throat> There's an interesting... interesting um, exception that they speak out, uh, which is, Dinah is only when these laws are, are, are um, being, um, being enacted by the government for the, for the best interests of the country, in terms of running the country. Something that the king um, decides one day on a whim to, to impose when it's in his best interest, good for him, but not good for anyone else, that, that does not fall under Dina de Machusa. The, the place can say the Dina Machusa, and it's not, but not Dina de Malka. Not the, the, the law of the king, but the law of the land. The law of the land. So if the king decides to put something into action, he says, he says uh, you know... Uh, extra tax. What? Extra tax. An extra tax, which is there because... Uh, because I want to take a vacation. Because I want to build a new palace. Because something that is only for him and not for the, not for the interest of, of running the government is something that's going directly into his pockets. Now, although, you know, he's going to try to enforce this. He's going to try to get away with this. But halacha doesn't require me to keep that. Halacha does not require me to keep laws that are in the, for the king and not for the, for the land. Well, it's Dina de which is the law of the land, and not Dina de the law of the king. Very interesting... So uh, if the king starts throwing his weight around, you know, decides he's going to stay in power, decides he's not leaving office, he decides that he's going to um, do whatever he can to uh, invalidate election results. That's not dina machusa. That's dina Malko. That's the ruler trying to trying to you know do do, do self-serving things. Uh, and, and and again, even though let's say from the country's perspective. You know, he's going to do whatever he can to enforce this, but halachically, we're not required to keep uh, uh, laws that are in the best interest of the king and clearly not in the best interest of the government. And that really comes from the Rashbaam himself. The Rashbaam says clearly that the svarah behind is is something that is there to, to run the government properly, to run the country. That's what halacha requires me to keep. That's what we say it's, it's, it's assumed that I accept that. Because I think it's just for that guy. No one's gaining from this. That doesn't fall on din machusa. So a, a dictatorship, a dictatorship theoretically, a lot of a, a, a dictatorship would not would, would not be um, within the uh, the uh, confines of din machusa. Things that are not good for the country, that are not good for the people, that are not good for the populace, that are only good for the leader don't uh, don't don't be are not determined by din machusa. Um, yeah, I don't know how relevant that is in America again, but but you have other places run by actual kings, sheiks, and kings. You could you could have and dictatorships. You could have probably quite a lot of that. That uh, if you can get away with it, not going to be If I can get away with things in my own, uh, you know, the, the actual place we talk about in communistic countries, when you have uh, a lot of corruption and a lot of things that are happening that are not in the best interest of of the, of the nation at all. They're there just to, just to fan the people at the top just to in their best interest th- technically theoretically speaking if you can get away with it a lot of a lot of the laws in these kinds of countries are not subject to dinamakhus because they're not good for the for the country they're not good for the populace they're only good for the uh, for for the rulers the of politics, you know, so does that again that is Again, proceed at, at your own risk but dinamakhus is not telling you you have to do it what about th this idea that a law is not enforced? Does it give a person- wait, 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 wait one wait, wait second, one okay. step at a time. So if you if you don't follow the malef though, you still narrow the mouth as you can't eat it. But at the same time he might say, oh. Okay, so <coughs> very good. So 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 the another anoth- Right. So so another another let's move on. Um an, an- another another uh we're gonna get to all these points one at a time over here. So we're now we're going through the exceptions to Dina Malchusah. exception number one in Dina Malchusa is Dina machusa not Dina De Malka. It has to be for the government, not for the king. Exception number two is what if Dina Malchusa, um is at odds, is in conflict with, with the Torah itself? It, it makes, it, it's telling me to do something that's Osir. Something that's Osir, that you're not allowed to do. So Dina machusa, when it's in conflict with the Torah, so it can't override the Torah itself. In terms of monetary law, it can put extra restrictions, it can put extra halachas, even monetarily, maybe I was exempted, but if they're saying I'm obligated, so that's not called making something, um, inf- conflicting with, uh, with something that's usher But if the Deen Mahchuzah passes a law that you have to work on Saturday, Deen Mahchuzah says, where well, they pass a law that everyone has to eat chametz during Pesach, um, the whole country, um, then... Din Mahusa is no longer binding, because Din Mahusa can't trump the Torah, even if it's a Jewish king. In Eretzor, if you go with the Rashbam, Dinah Mahusa can never override the Torah itself when it comes to Israel. A third exception to Dinah Mahusa is, what if a specific demographic is singled out? What if they make a law against the Jews? No Jew is allowed to own a business, Rachman al Jews aren't allowed to vote. Does Din Mahusa apply over there? So again, there's a third exception. Dina Mahusa, if it singles out a demographic that doesn't have the strength of the status of Dina Dinamahusa anymore, because not a law that's, being, that, that, that's in the best interest of the government or of the population is clearly discrimination. Discrimination is not called the law of the land. Anything that's discriminatory um, is not subject to Dina Makhusa. And finally, finally, this is what really what really gets us out of the hole, um, well before that. I'll save that for the last. What about loopholes? What if you know there's something you found a loophole on the books that if you put this under your wife's name, or if you have someone else on the contract, or if the house is being sold to such and such person, or or you've established your business in the state of Delaware, or you file your taxes, you file your, file your taxes in the Cayman Islands, you know? So you're, you're gonna be you're gonna save you 40 million dollars in, in in taxes? It's a legal loophole because it's not really your wife's house, it's your house. Not really your 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 brother's car, it's really your car. Not really his business, it's your business but you have a way, legally, of putting it under someone else's name. Anything that is called a loophole is allowable within dina de In other words, we, we recognize legal loopholes. It's okay, even if... This is not really my car. I drive this car all the time. But if, I'm, if, if the law allows me to register under someone else's name, this house, this property, this business can be, can be established in a different state, you're allowed to use loopholes, and, and that's with uh, even, if, even if, in spirit, I'm definitely not working with those loopholes. In spirit, this is certainly my house, my business, my car. But if, 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 if these loopholes exist, you're allowed to use them. That's not in violation of Din and Maruso. So, you know, if you find all the loopholes even that you possibly can. Even if it's a lie. What? Even if it's a lie. If it's lie, that's not called using a loophole, that's called lying. I'm saying putting it under my brother's name, if it's not really his name. If it's under his name. If, if, then, it's then his then car. I'm saying, but I have right. to be using it. So you have a very generous brother. what Generous brother-in-law. You know, <coughs> uh, my wife is, uh, is part of the business or, or, or whatever. Isn't is not, not my house? Am I not legally married in order to get uh, benefits? The, the, the wife is not legally. If it's if it's a, a loophole that actually exists, you're allowed to use it. But it's not a loophole if it's if you're within the confines of the government. A loophole is you find a way around the government. If it's allowed, if I'm allowed to have a legal loophole. Meaning what? something that can be defended, something but it's not a loophole because it's allowed. Yeah. Loophole is you find. Okay, well that's a way semantics. I'm sorry, When I use the word loophole, I'm referring to something that that works, even though everyone will look at me and say, "Well, give me a break. That's really your brother-in-law's car, right?" But it works. Yeah, because I can tell you back, my, it's his car. It's registered under his name, but he lets me drive it all the time. Right? That's what I mean when I say loophole. America, not that's right. That's right. Um, finally. Finally, 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 any law of the land which is not strictly, rigidly enforced is not called law of the land. Even if it exists on paper, even if it exists on street signs, even if it exists in the Constitution, if they're not mapped if routinely, routinely if the authorities see people violating this and they look the other way, they don't really care, that doesn't have the binding effect of dina na dina. Dina is only obligating when it's something that they are makpedan, and this again goes back to the Rajbam. Rajbam says, minahogim that they Lahanigba b'malchusam, in effect, a practice that is enforced in this country is called dina So It's not about what it says on the state laws. It's not about what it says on the street signs. It's about what they enforce. What's the minig ha so the Minigam Medina is nobody cares about this. No one knows about this arcane, obscure law in the state of Georgia that your kids happen to find that you can't eat fried chicken with a fork and knife. No one remembers this. In 1832, they passed this, but no one enforces, no one cares about this. It's not called Dinah So unfortunately, if you go to Georgia and you eat with a fork and knife, you're not an outlaw. You're not violating any, any Dinah Mahchusa because it's not called Dinah had Huatim, You go over the speed limit, police, Will not pull you over for going 26 when it says 25 for going 30, even 35. Where is the cutoff point? There is a certain point, though, they'll, they'll pull you over. It's a little, little nebulous, but uh, there's something called the, the speed of traffic, right? Generally, someone's going the speed of traffic, you don't get pulled over what? Mine was 46. 46 miles over the speed limit. It comes yeah, so at the end of the month, they have to fill their quota, but but, but that's not called that they're they on it. They're not, they're not strictly makped on it. They're just, they, 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 when they're in a bad mood, if they don't like you, they can pull the books on you. So something that they don't religiously enforce um, is not within Dinah There's certain streets, it says one way only, Right? But they, people use it as shortcuts all the time to avoid, you know, intersections that you're stuck at for 15 minutes. You know, there's some of them right in our very backyard over here. One way only, but you know, but but everyone knows that one way only is just a, it means means that if you drive the wrong way and someone's coming the other direction, just be very careful. That's what it means. Be very careful. That they have the right away. Right, they have the right of way, That's right. <laughs> so that's what it means. Practically, you go with the practicalities. Not the actualities. So, in conclusion, these are all the exceptions to Din Machuso. So, although Din is within us, and you do have to pay off debts, even if it's not going to make a khalashem, but if something something is not enforced, they don't care about it. Um, uh, Loopholes loop can be can be can be used. Um, these are the the uh, exceptions to Din Machuso, and it has to be a law which is in the best interest of that country, not a law that's in the best interest of the leader. And uh, yeah, Shem should give us the hat and the to do the, the right thing always and be good yidin wherever we live. What? Traffic laws. If they're rigidly enforced, if a police, police, policeman will always pull you over for it, then you can't break it. But if they're only going to give you a ticket when it's the end of the month, then you could I got You can't but every now and then wow. check <laughs> <laughs> <you can't laughs>